Whether you're a whiskey aficionado or new to the world of whiskeys, I invite you to pull up a chair and join me around the bar as we pour a dram and share in our love of all things whiskeys. Hi, I'm your host, Victor. You can call me Vic, and welcome to Distilled. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the bar. Tonight, we are continuing our Kentucky Bardstown, Kentucky Bourbon Fest, um, Bardstown series, excuse me. Uh, Tonight, I'll be talking about some of the places we went to, distilleries we visited, and uh, some of the stuff we did outside of the festival. Pour for tonight is Rowan's Creek Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey by Willett Distillery. Uh, This bourbon, excuse me, the bourbon from this lot has been aged in charred oak barrels. We hand bottled it at 50.05% alcohol by volume. That is 100.1 proof. Uh, Made and bottled by hand in small lots, one batch at a time. Rowan's Creek takes its namesake from the creek that still runs through our little distillery. Little. This place is huge. Back in the late 1700s, when John Rowan first settled about these parts, whiskey making was the order of the day. John went on and made a name for himself as a well-respected judge and statesman. The judge is long since gone, but the creek that still bears his name is still carrying the best limestone spring water there ever was for making good bourbon. So you know the whiskey making is still going on. Try a sip of it, straight up in a sniffer, or add a dab of branch water if you like. Either way, it's the very best there is, straight from the bottle. Uh, This was easily my favorite bourbon that we tried on our trip. And um, I I loved it. It's a great small batch bourbon. Uh, No age statement, but I mean, the color is gorgeous. I mean, I'd probably put it at close to six at least if, if it's not six. Really good stuff. Okay. Distilleries. So my wife and I visited um, the Barton Distillery of Barton 1792. I believe they are owned by Sazerac. And uh, we also visited... We did a tasting there. All the tours were booked up. Um, I was only able to schedule one tour. Um, yes, we visited um, Barton Distillery, did a tour, uh, tasting. We visited uh, the bar at Willet. So could not get a tasting or a tour, but we went to the bar for lunch had probably the best ham and cheese sandwich at Croque Monsieur, I will admit, I cried over this sandwich. It was so damn good. Uh, and we did flights of that. And then um, we checked out Log Still Distillery at Dant Crossing, just down the road from uh, Gethsemane Abbey, if you're familiar with the monks. Um, and they're line of spirits is called Monk's Road. And then uh, finished it off at, um, finished off the distillery tours anyway, with Preservation Distillery. And um, they're an interesting one. And I have to admit, I was a little 
disappointed um, with their whiskey. Um, I'll talk about that in a bit. Anyway, um, let's start it off with Barton. So Barton 1792 Distillery was established in 1879 and continues today as the oldest fully operating distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky, situated in the heart of bourbon country on 196 acres. The distillery boasts 29 barrel aging warehouses. It's really cool. So it's like right outside of downtown Bardstown. And um, if you go through downtown towards St. John's Cathedral, there's a T intersection, you turn left, go about 100 yards, there's the distillery. Um, and it's just, it's massive. Um, you continue going down the road, and you can see the Rick houses, some of them anyway, and it's really impressive. Um, so for our tasting, uh, they gave us three bourbons, very old Barton, um, Barton 17, the... 1792 bourbon, a uh, small batch, and I think one of their premiums, um, it could have been Ridgemont, I don't remember, Ridgemont 8-year reserve, I don't remember, it could have, there could have been another one that was um, kind of a more historic bourbon, but um, for the very old Barton, um, this was a recipe. It was the same recipe that predated dated World War II. And it was called very old Barton because at that time, whiskey was not being aged for a long time, but this one was being aged for about six years. Um, so it was called very old. Um, it's young-ish, um, lots of chocolate caramel kind of flavors, um, and it, it's kind of funny. It just it goes, it it would go really well in a brownie recipe. Um, that's actually what our tour guide, if you will, our tasting guide told us uh, it would go really well. It's good for baking and goes really well in chocolate brownies. So take it as you will. Um, the 1792, I believe, is a high rye, um, which I'm a fan of high rye bourbons. So had some sweet caramel vanilla, um, but with unmistakable spice, um, which was really awesome. It had this nice depth of complexity, really liked it. Um, the only reason we did not pick up a batch of the small batch 1792 from the distillery is because we can get it here in Ohio. So that was one we passed on. Maybe someday I'll pick it up at a state agency. Uh, when our philosophy when it came to purchasing bourbon and whiskey down there was if we cannot get it in Ohio, we would buy a bottle of it. If it's something we can get in Ohio, we would pass. Um, the very old Barton cannot get it in Ohio, but 
I mean, we were even told it's good for baking, so we are like, eh. We want something that we would sip and enjoy and actually like it. And that was one that we felt we could pass on. Uh, next up, I believe was the bar at Willet. Um, so my wife and I did flights. Uh, I don't remember what her flight was. Uh, mine was, I know she had a Willet pot still, which was really good. So smooth, nice caramel notes. It's about all I can remember of it right now, unfortunately. And I had the Rowan's Creek uh, Old Bardstown Estate, I believe, 101. And the four-year rye, 110.4 proof. Um, the rye was a bit like drinking a field of wildflowers. Um, it reminded me very much of the Jameson Caskmates IPA edition. So, oh boy, was this thing herbal and floral. Um, and it probably could have gone another couple of years, honestly. Um, the estate, the old Bardstown estate, was good, smooth, great flavor, but the Rowan's Creek really stood apart for me. Um, I mean, brown sugar, dark caramel kind of notes. Uh, just got a swig of it now. Um, get a little, little yeastiness, but it's like, it's something I've got to, I got to search for. Um, I would not peg it as being a wheated bourbon, but there's a little bit of that. Um, and it's just really, it's got a terrific mouthfeel, like just silky and smooth, goes down real easy. And just really rich and full flavors. Um, the finish is very sweet and it hangs out in the back, uh, back of your mouth, behind your molars. Um, and I love it. I really love it. And it, it's the master distiller. Um, it's his favorite whiskey, it turns out. Um, I mean, he told me himself because surprise, surprise, he was sitting just to bar stools down for my wife and I having lunch himself on a Saturday. Uh, he had said he had to come in and do paperwork in the morning. We didn't really know that who he was um, or what he did. He did say that, yeah, he makes bourbon. So we thought he was one of the distillers and we're just like, hey, thank you. It's really good stuff. And like he asked, hey, how's the sandwich? We're like, it's so good. Like I cried over it. I told him that I cried over it. And he said, you know, that's how you know you're doing it right. And uh, he asked about the whiskey. I said, they're good, but the Rowan's Creek is my favorite. And it just stands out. Like I told him, it was fantastic. And he appreciated that and said it's also his favorite. So if you can find Rowan's Creek, I highly recommend it. Um, but who am I? I'm just a guy behind a microphone who just drinks a lot of bourbon because that's my hobby. <laughs> oh, good stuff. I would love to do 
a tour of that distillery. Um, Willet, I believe, is also known for their purple labels, single barrel selects. They can be a little bit pricier. Um, I think they're bottled at cask strength, so every single bottle is unique. It's different. Um, so for the collectors out there, I mean, it's a thing that they can go crazy over. Um, Willet Pot Still, the bottle itself, is 100% a collector's item because it is modeled after the pot still that they distill with. Um, it's a work of art. Like, I mean, the bourbon, it's a work of art, but the bottle itself is a true work of art. So that was one we definitely picked up. And um, if we're ever in Kentucky and Bardstown, I'm definitely swinging by the gift shop and getting another bottle for my wife. Um, that was her second favorite. Wilderness Trail probably being her number one. Um, so yeah, that was the bar at Willet. It was really good. Um, next up on the distillery tours was Log Still Distilling at Dant Crossing. So this was... This distillery used to be in the 5th District, the 5th Tax District of Kentucky. And the land was owned by the monks at Gethsemane, but they sold it. Um, the original owner, it's a really fascinating story. So he was a young man named Joseph Dant, and he saw all these other distilleries and distillers making a name for themselves and producing really good whiskey and he wanted to do that but he didn't have any money so he went out into the woods he found a poplar tree log hollowed it out ran some copper tubing through it and made a still out of this log and created dance Distillery, I think is what it was called. Um, that started in 1836. Um, seven generations later, they're building on to the old Kentucky home. Um, and currently it's spearheaded by J.W. Wally Dant and his cousins Lynn and Charles. Uh, Lynn is one of only a few, maybe five, women who hold the title of master distiller within the American bourbon industry. Um, so kudos to her. We'll definitely be trying to reach out to her um, to try to learn a little bit more about her background and like hear her story in all of this. Um, and Log Still, Dant Crossing, it's the old distillery. I mean, the place, some of the warehouses are run down they've got the old family farmhouse and they're trying to remodel it and rebuild it and they're building a brand new distillery um, right now they do small barrel formats so that they can get an idea they're working with mash bills so they can get an idea as to how their bourbon's going to taste when they do ramp up production and the new distillery should be operating by 2022 um, and they're really trying to make it a destination experience. There's a railroad track that connects uh, Louisville to um, 
oh what is it nashville and there's like a like a bit that kind of a branch that peels off it's where they used to refill the old locomotives the steam-powered locomotives that refill the water tank i think and so they're trying to get a couple of B&Bs built out of the old cabins and farmhouses on the property. Um, they're going to be building a restaurant. Right now they've got an amphitheater called The Amp, and they've had some pretty big names come through. Um, and they're really, they make really good um, bourbon and pretty pretty good gin, too. So we did a tasting of their Monk's, Monk's Road line of spirits. Um, their dry gin, barrel finished gin, and the fifth district series bourbon. Um, dry gin, proof, 86. The notes I got out of it, lots of citrus, grapefruit, lemon rind, and pink, uh, pink, or not pink, excuse me, um, pine and juniper. I'm reading my tasting notes here misreading my tasting notes because I've got that chicken scratch but um, yeah the pine and juniper more of your citrus oils in the botanical notes um, less herbal kind of things that you usually get in a gin and yeah it was pretty dry uh, the barrel finished gin they take the gin and they throw it in an old bourbon barrel uh, for a can't be longer than six months um, I don't remember exactly how long, but I got lots of baking spice, nutmeg, and it was like a fresh orange slice. You bite into a fresh orange slice, that kind of orange flavor, with a bit of clove, and um, it was really good. I, I really liked the barrel-finished gin. And for the bourbon, um, they are, I believe, the bottle, they bottle single barrel, all their bottles are single barrel, I believe, because they've got the like the batch number and the barrel number that that bottle came from, and it is a sourced bourbon, um, but they own the rights to that mash bill and the process, so they kind of retain full ownership over that, which is pretty cool, and. Um, gorgeous color it's this one was six years old butterscotch honey fresh orange slice again cinnamon anise and a bit of apple uh it was really good of the bourbons we tried at the bourbon festival the monk's road bourbon was my favorite um and it's really cool because we do have a bit of a family connection to the area um with Gethsemane Abbey. Um, it was a place I had um, worked in campus ministry at John Carroll University, and I was part of a um, an immersion group on spring break. We went down to Louisville, and we worked with um, refugees from around the world, Nepal, Africa, the Middle East, um, and... We just, we visited with them, we learned their stories, tutored them in English, and um, it was on that trip that I made the decision to leave um, the Jesuits and pursue married life 
with the woman who's now my wife. And um, the day after I made that decision, we went to uh, Gethsemane Abbey and we prayed with the monks. And then we just had the day to make a personal retreat and just walk around the grounds. Um, it was really beautiful. And just spending that time in prayer um, for me was really peaceful. And like knowing, getting that affirmation, like, yes, this is what I was supposed to be doing. Um, so there's that. And then my brother-in-law also takes retreats down there. My father-in-law has taken retreats down there. Um, so it is a very special place uh, to my family and my extended family. And um, Thomas Merton, Father Thomas Merton, his book, Seven Story Mountain, was very influential in my life. And that's where he lived in community. And um, so yeah, very special place. Dant Crossing, I am so excited to see their growth and development and to uh, actually enjoy their own bourbon made on site. Um, the final distillery that we visited and that we actually were able to get a tour of was Preservation Distillery. Um, this one, ah, it is so weird and interesting. Um, They're a micro distillery and they only do one to three barrel batches. Um, they're a farm. They've got Texas Longhorn cattle. It's kind of weird. Um, and they try to interject themselves into the old pappy family and the the old pappy story and like history the old pappy and rip van winkle whiskey um because they bought a bunch of old saint nick barrels of i think it's bourbon and they're like 12 and 13 and even 14 year old barrels. Um, but the owner of the distillery decided to put the image of Rip Van Winkle on the bottle. And it was because people were looking for Pappy and they were, these people, a bunch of consumers were looking for Pappy in like the 80s or something. And it, this is from a book I read in the gift shop where they say we're part of the Pappy story and history. Anyway, so the the owner of Preservation, I guess, um, they're sitting on these old barrels of Old St. Nick, really good stuff, and they're like, hey, let's bottle this and sell it, and then, um, and they're trying to mimic it, but they're very small micro batches, and but they put the an image of Rip Van Winkle on the bottle and people started buying it um, as a replacement for Pappy, I guess. It was very weird, very confusing. Um, so 
I think we tried that one. Yeah, Very Old St. Nick. We tried that one. It was pretty good. Um, they, on the website, they say uh, Old St. Nick, also known as Very Old St. Nick, is a peculiar brand collected by bourbon fans for more than 30 years. Known for slow-aged Kentucky bourbon, rye, and whiskey of exceptional quality, Old St. Nick is always produced in the smallest one to three barrel batches. We don't make much of any one item, and each barrel is chosen for its character and grace, and when it's gone, it's gone. Um, yeah. Interesting one. Uh, next up was In the Flight. Well, the Old St. Nick, I think, was number three. But uh, the first one, I think, was Cowboy Little Barrel. And um, this one, I believe is a sourced whiskey, um, notes of honey, caramel, tobacco, white pepper, I kind of really liked it, I was just really disappointed in the fact that they, I don't think they made it on site, um, and then Wadi Boone and Sons, uh, was another of theirs that we tried, and, um, That was 17-year-old whiskey. Um, and I don't remember which one is it. It might have been the Cowboy, but it was put in used barrels. That's why I was disappointed with it. It's American whiskey. Um, American blended whiskey put in used barrels. And for the price they were selling it, I was like, no. Uh, the Wadi Boone and Sons, again, I was like, as okay. Um, just really, I don't know, the whole experience was just a little disappointing to me. Um, but I mean, they're a small place, they're doing their own thing too, I guess. Um, anyway, that was kind of it for the distillery tours. Um, other places we ate at that were really good, um... Scout and Scholar Brewery, Brew Pub, high-end kind of bar food, and fantastic beer. I had their Fest beer. Oh my gosh, was that an amazing Oktoberfest beer, an amazing Marzan. Um, had a really good burger there, and then they had these sausage, bacon-wrapped sausage stuffed dates sweet spicy savory oh my god you just have to go down there and try them fantastic loved them um there was a breakfast place we ate at a couple of breakfast places um one's kind of a roadhouse kind of feel um very country called Mammy's Kitchen and Bar. I had um, biscuits and gravy, so filling, so delicious, great coffee. Um, other place we ate at was Pat's Place, a small little diner coffee shop. Um, Mammy's gets really busy, and Sunday morning there was like an hour wait, so we went to Pat's Place instead, and we were able to just walk in, grab a table. 
I had stuffed French toast with ricotta cheese. And, uh, oh man, was that delicious. Um, and then uh, we had lunch at um, Talbot Inn one time. It was a pretty good sandwich. Um, really nice whiskey selection. Uh, good beer selection, too. They also have the world's oldest bourbon bar. So, by default, America's oldest bourbon bar. I was able to get a uh, hot toddy made with buffalo trace because I could and it was raining and um, that was really good and then um, for dinner on our last night in Bardstown we went to Kurt's restaurant um, founded in 1937 and um, the menu has not been updated since then um, and I <laughs> it sounds really bad I will admit, that sounds horrible. Um, but from a culinary standpoint, it is like stepping back in time. So, from an American cuisine culinary stand, culinary viewpoint, it's pretty cool. It's a really nice place. Um, a little bit fancier. Um, there is some woman she said she she orders food there every saturday she and her husband they just take it home um my wife had the fried chicken and oh my lord the colonel ain't the colonel has nothing on miss kurtz um or daddy kurtz i think is what the website says but um yeah their their fried chicken was fan uh, that was probably the best fried chicken i've ever tasted and then i went with a uh, a turkey dinner plate brown gravy oh man it, this was not your prepackaged gravy this was pan gravy it was it, it was from the drippings and oh it was so good it was so good um a little kitschy definitely dated but fantastic such good food like every it, it's fresh it's homemade like it's home cooked it's so good um really affordable too so definitely check out Kurt's restaurant if you're in town So that about does it for um, distillery tours and tastings of Bardstown and uh, a couple of other restaurants and stuff that my wife and I did outside of the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Um, really, other than that, just walking around town. Um, it's a really beautiful little city, beautiful town. Um, yeah, really pretty. Check it out. As always, thank you again for your continued support, for listening. Uh, make sure to check out the Instagram, and you can check check us out on Patreon. Support us, um, patreon.com slash distilled, D-I-S-T-I-L-L-D. Instagram is D-I-S-T-I-L-L dot D. Just at 
distilled, D-I-S-T-I-L-L dot D. Uh, there's also a Facebook page called Distilled. Um, same spelling, you know, look for the Rocks, Rocks Glass D logo. Uh, not terribly active on there, but what I post on Instagram also goes to the page in case you are not on Instagram and only on Facebook, which is totally fine. Uh, you can also support us at the distilled.me website, D-I-S-T-I-L-L-D dot M-E. And tell your friends, leave a five-star review, like and subscribe, all that fun jazz. Take care. Cheers.